Okay, 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 guys. Here's where we are at today. We have Mateo. And I asked Mateo, what are you? What are you, Mateo? And he says, I am a millennial savant. Oh, I, don't, I didn't add the millennial in there. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I put the millennial in. You said savant that yeah. teaches thought process or help me out help me out yeah. well I, I i gotta back up a little bit i said savant when i thought you were introducing me as a savant okay because if i was so you're savant, okay so mateo the savant that, come, that comes off yeah a little bragg weird bragg yeah okay we don't want braggadocious yeah, i just no, want no no no, no, no. we're gonna talk about the uh you teach people i know you teach sales training techniques I teach, you teach people thought processes and you're you're a young guy young guy how old are you if you don't mind my 22. 22. So you're a young guy. Really awesome to see somebody that cares about this process. This it's because it's a it's a process. It's understanding the human psyche and a whole bunch of stuff. But when I yeah. found out you're a sales trainer, really excited about that. Really excited. So who do we got here? We got me. I'm lead around the finance man. We got Chris. Chris Dominguez, is the podcast genius. You go with him. That's that's not bad. That's, podcast genius. I think okay. it's horrible. I don't like taglines. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the Mateo, who are you? I guess I'm the millennial savant. All right, good. Yeah. He's Mateo. To, you're Mateo Dude, you're to gonna, me, man. You're Mateo to that me. website. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, please register that website, Millennial Savant. <laughs> We're gonna need that somewhere in the future. Okay, so Mateo, tell me about tell me about what you do. What do you do? What do you do? Talk to me. Talk to me. That's a loaded question. Okay. So, I I guess in the simplest terms is I I teach business people uh, different techniques and persuasion and influence. Uh, that can be body language reading. Uh, it can be anything from different psychological tactics to influence people, which I'm, I'm sure we'll get into later on. Um, but overall, the mantra of my business is how to think, not what to think. So that's that's where I try to that's where I try to incorporate everything into one. Okay. So one of my favorite questions is, hey, can you give me something I can use? I don't know what that means. Give me something I can use. Talk to me. All right. Well, what do you want to use? Well, what what's the end goal? The end goal is yeah. to give me, for, for give me, me to, a situation. Uh, don't have a situation. I just need a a power tagline, something that just like boom. How does this work? So let's say you're trying to teach a business owner how to do better in business. What do you teach them? Well, that's not really my strong suit. So when it comes to business, I, I'm pretty ignorant in a lot of the the different areas of business. Okay. Uh, what I teach is. Okay, say you got a new person who's gonna do 100 cold calls a day, Okay. right? I come in and I teach them exactly how to move through that conversation, how to navigate through that conversation so that they can be more influential. Okay, give me an example. All right, uh, well, so the whole focus of it is around this, this philosophy that I came up with called the shepherd philosophy. Okay. So the reason I call it the shepherd philosophy is it's about leading people to the conclusion that you want to come to. Okay. Um, and when I first got started, so I got started in real estate uh, right after high school. And I realized as soon as I got in that the, the various scripts and, and things that they had didn't follow the basic principles of, of psychology, of framework, and it was a lot of self-validating material. Here's why I'm the best. So all I did was kind of reverse that uh, I call it the role reversal, this part, which where you're pushing back most of the time. So you're saying pushback questions. Uh, you're saying things like, you know, I can get the home sold if you're talking real estate. But my concern is 
are you guys even motivated, right? So you're putting the concern back on them. And you're, you're establishing what the concern is because so often it's this, everything's perfect, everything's perfect, everything's perfect. And your brain says, no, that's not true. We have to have an issue somewhere in there. So your brain gets turned off by that. So you have to provide them with the issue and you have to provide them with an issue that's easily overcomable. So or somebody who's cold calling, and you said you brought up the the um, idea. Someone's cold calling, yeah. but I've cold called many times, and immediately people don't want to talk to you. How do you how do you reverse that? Well, at the very beginning of the conversation, one of the very first things you do is uh, I teach my clients to say do a pushback at the very beginning. The very first thing that you get is, "Hey, I don't have time," or um, "I'm busy right now." So when I call somebody, I start out with hey, I don't have a lot of time, but I wanted to give you a call. Now, they're left with two options. Either they can agree with whatever I just said, right? They can agree with, yeah, well, I don't have much time either, in which case they're falling into my frame, or they can uh, disagree with it, in which case that's better for me because now we've got more time. You mean they have gone? <laughs> no, I meant that they, they disagree with, uh, I mean, it could be a hangout, who knows? Okay. But I, I meant, or they disagree and they they continue on with a longer conversation or they just have no preference one way or the other but it's about it's about you presenting the objections before they're able to it's called preemptive objection role reversal wow it's a big word man i mean let me, let me practice words, it a little bit preemptive it's, you can think poor objection p-o-r-r reversal P-O-R-R. That's pretty cool. Preemptive objection role reversal yeah that's pretty, the, the part that fascinates me yeah. is that you're 22 I know it's, uh, I should not be bringing up the age over and over, but yeah. the fact that you know a lot of this stuff at 22, just just knowing that, just understanding that there's a psychology inside of all of this. Because everybody listens to the trainers and the trainers teach some versions of this. They're, you're right, your, your technique's a little different. You kind of put them on the back heels or you, you put them on, the, on their heels yeah. right out of the jump, yes? Right. Yeah. So you and you're like, hey, I don't have a lot of time. I do want to tell you this. And yeah. then they're like, all right, because that that automatically disrupts the frame. And like you said, they either fall into your frame. Now, when you're cold calling, they hang up on you. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Not a little bit. A lot. That's yeah. hard work, man. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't want to talk to those people anyways. But it's not just cold calling. I teach I teach this to CEOs that never pick up a phone ever. Uh, and this could be in negotiation, perhaps. Okay, so give me give me something I can use. Give me something in a negotiation. All right. Well, I'll give you the basic framework of, of how you want to go about the negotiation. So, I uh, I boxed for a while. Okay. Uh, I I boxed for eight years, and I think my boxing coach stole this this tagline from somebody. But he said, uh, boxing is like dancing, except in dancing there's predetermined rules. And in boxing, those rules have not yet be, been predetermined. So you're, you're fighting for that lead role the whole time, right? I think it's the same thing in conversation. So you go into conversations with basic rules that have already been put in place in, in both of you guys' heads. For example, like if you're a military uh, higher up talking to somebody lower down, you, you might tell them to do something, they go and do it. If you told a round guy on the street, there's not those underlying rules in place. So they uh, it, it probably wouldn't do it. Uh, when you go into any sort of negotiation where you have the bottom hand, you don't have as much to offer, a lot of people become the interviewee. 
And what I teach them to do is to reverse those roles and become the interviewer, in which case you're not saying all of these things like, hey, I'm the best or hey, I can do this. You're not saying those things directly uh, and you're not self-validating, but you kind of are saying those things uh, through your, your body language, your tonality, and just the fact that you're willing to push back if you're doing it correctly. So you're becoming the interviewer instead of the interviewee when typically those wouldn't be the, the predetermined roles. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know, but I'm still understanding. There, right? Yeah, a little puzzle because I'm, I'm trying to put myself yeah. into the situation of a CEO. Right. And by the way, most people don't even know what CEO is. But if they were, if they actually get to the okay. position of CEO and they're making a, a, a negotiation, how does this help that CEO? Uh, what, what do you mean? If they're in a negotiation, well, I was talking about, so if a CEO goes into a negotiation having the, the not the upper hand, right? So they're, they're, they're kind of lower on the totem pole, uh, which mostly what I teach because that's the situation where you need negotiation the most. You don't really need negotiation as much if you come in with the upper hand. So it's all about being willing to walk away, not being attached, attached to the outcome, mm -hmm. and being able to push back when necessary to show uh, that even though they may have uh, a little bit of an up, upper hand here, it's like, I, I'd love to work with you, but I don't need to work with you. And so all of the, it gets into the real technical stuff, you know, uh, but that's the, the main overlying philosophy of it all. And we can get in the real technical stuff. Yeah, get into the technicals, man. Get into the weeds. That's what we're here for. Let's get all into right, the well, weeds, well, what, man. What do you want to know? You have to give me it because I mean this is like this would be an all-day conversation if I got into everything. That's okay. We get into the weeds. We can go all day. Well, we, let's, got, let's, we got we got plenty of tape. Let's lead with an example. So, have yeah, you taken a professional to another level using these techniques? Oh, one hundred percent. In fact, that's how we all met, right? We all met in the office of uh, of somebody who had just started out in the business, and I I don't. You guys probably know better than me what she. Oh yeah, we're, we're talking about a, a very young yeah. uh, real estate professional entered in yeah. about a year ago, fully licensed, and is kicking butt. It's probably going to be number one in her office very soon. Which, right. by the way, is the reason that I was intrigued because it did not escape me that you were a millennial teaching a millennial, yeah. and you're teaching techniques that I think are you're going to grow to fine tune them as you spend more time on the planet. Just oh, sure. reality, yeah. but the millennials are some of them are open to this and if they can get somebody that they can identify with to teach them it they're going to learn it much faster well yeah i it's funny because most of my my clients aren't millennials uh i have i think i have two clients and and one of them is the one that we're talking about that mm -hmm. are, are millennials the other ones are i would say the average age group is is late 40s you have more success with older than younger uh I, I wouldn't say that. I would just say that, at least in this area, there are more uh, more people that can afford my services that are in that, okay. that age bracket. What would be your average age of your client? Uh, like I said, late 40s. How do they respond to a 22-year-old? Well, if they're hiring me, they're responding good. Um, a lot of them come in very skeptical, which I, I completely understand. Yeah. I mean, it's somewhat ridiculous for me to walk in anywhere and say I could teach you anything. Um, but when they see me talk, which is how I get most of my clients, they'll see me at a big talk or something, uh, they go in and they don't really want to be there. 
And by the end of it, they're coming up to me and they're asking uh, how we can how, how we can sit down one on one and what we can do from there to continue. Um, and I think that I think that if there needs to be a, a way for me to get more out there in the public so that everybody can hear it before they they step in because if I walk into an office cold turkey mm -hmm. I mean it's laughable right like if I walked in this office in fact I did by the way I walked in this where we're sitting right now uh, three years ago when I had just started and I, I think I got laughed at did you laugh at him? Was it him? It wasn't me. It was, oh, I don't think definitely. So. I don't think so. It was definitely. It's probably me. Yeah. yeah, I'm laughing right now though. <laughs> it's not I mean, a bad thing. It's a good thing. No, it's a good thing. With a money tie. With a money tie. That's how I yeah. know. Yeah, you can tell. That's the money tie. That's how. It was him. So what I'm looking for is I'm looking for like again something I can use, and I'll give you examples, okay? Because yeah. it's kind of unfair for me not to give you an example. I've yeah. been teaching sales for 35 years, a long time, a yeah. long time. I've been studying sales my whole life, and I I have been blessed to have been teach, uh, taught, teached. I've been, I've been blessed to have been taught by a whole bunch of peoples. Um, somebody says, give me something now. And I say, okay, how do you take control of conversation? And I said with this, and what's the answer to that? You're the one asking the questions. Just but ask, I think there's more to it. Ask a question. Just, it really is that simple. It's asking I, a question. I don't think so. I think that there's, there's other, asking the questions, uh -huh. controlling the options, and controlling the frame. You, or you decide the options. So, so if you provide the options, you control the frame. Well, and that's a different way to control it, but you're, there's a difference in controlling it. And that, this is good. This is what yeah. I'm talking about. Something I can yeah. use. And, I, and somebody tells me, Lee, well, what does that mean? I said, listen, next time you're in a fight, you're in a fight with your significant other, your husband or your wife or anything. And you guys are fighting about, I don't know, somebody wrecked the car or something. And you guys are screaming at each other back and forth and back and forth. Have the presence of mind to stop for one second and say, can I ask you one question? Just one question. And you know what they will universally say? What? That was loud. Yeah, sorry. As, a, as you see my hand adjusting my... <laughs> He's turning down the volume. He's like, hey, too loud. Yeah. So they will universally say, what? And at that moment, you can take that conversation in any direction you want to. And I say, then ask them, what do you want for dinner? And watch them try and jump back on that train, the pattern that they were running, and they can't. They can try and get back on it. If you allow them to get back on it, they will get back on it. But if you keep them off the pattern, it's called a pattern interrupt. If you keep them off the pattern, then they will not be able to gain steam with that and you'll have effectively controlled the conversation. Right. Now, when you talk about the framework, we're talking about if-then situations, multiple, cho multiple choice closes, um, attorneys say, hey, never ask a question you don't know the answer to. There's a, there's a lot of these different things, but the most fundamental thing, how do you take control of a conversation? Ask a question. No matter where you're at, Why? if you're inside of Why? that, so you just ask the question, and that took, if I had not been trained, yeah. I would be forced on the back of my heels to answer that. When you're trained, you can know whether or not to address it or not. Yeah. But most people, this is just like, when somebody says, give me something I can use, just that one little tiny piece. And like alternative choice questions, alternative or if then. One of the next most powerful thing in sales is, if then, if then, if then. Because if is a giant abyss, then is a giant abyss. And I can put that together, hey Mateo, if I could show you how to get all the things you've ever wanted in your entire life, entire life, your dreams come true, everything is perfect, then would you consider going into the bottle manufacturing business? If I could completely make you happy in every possible way, finance, everything that you ever want, fulfillment, then would you go into bottle manufacturing? 
And see, because I can open up the abyss with if, and I can open up another abyss with then, I force your mind to open up for a second going, well, I can't be stupid. This could be, and well, yeah, I immediately and take control of the conversation with that. But that's an if-then situation. Yeah. So if somebody says, give me something I can use, I tell them first thing, how to take control of the conversation. Ask a question, cool. All right, give me something more. All right, your most powerful thing you'll ever learn is an if-then close. If-then, if-then. All right, what is that? So that's something you can tangibly grab onto. Right. And if you master, if you just master these two things, your entire sales career will change. Entire yeah. sales career. Yeah. So now, when I go to you and I say, hey, give me something I can use. Now, that's my piece, give me something I can use. Well, first I want to go back. I want to go back. Okay. Uh, so the if then, I like that because that lets the brain come up with their own conclusion, right? So they're concluding what, so if you were to mention all this, the specifics of what was going to make them happy, you, you're rolling the dice. You Correct. might You might get it right, you might get it wrong. If you say if then, you're staying ambiguous and now their brain has to figure out, okay, well, what is going to make me happy? And now you associate whatever that thing is for them with whatever you wanted. So I, I like that. But I was gonna ask you that question once more. Why? Why do you ask questions? Because I think a lot, everybody, I mean, every sales script has questions, right? But I think a lot of people don't know why they're asking questions to control a conversation. And they don't know why asking questions does control a conversation. Agreed. Yeah, well, so what, why? Why ask questions? Why ask questions? The because if I need to get into your world by me asking you something, you either have to be rude, social, yeah. sociologically, yeah. sociologically right. unacceptable, or you have to entertain it at least for a second. And um, this is largely going away, by the way, because of telemarketing and all the stuff we get bombarded with. But if you get a telemarketer going, Hey, did you want me to help you build your website? I don't even answer it. I don't think most people answer yeah. it anymore. You just hang up because yeah. we've now we've hit a spot in life where we're numb. However, because we are a human species and we need connection, if I right. ask you a question, there's almost a psychological obligation on your end to ask. I'm sorry, to answer. So when you answer that question and then we'll go back to the if then, if then is so much more complicated than that because Inside of if then, everybody likes to think they know what they want, but they don't want to be so closed-minded that they're willing to shut everything out. So if I say, right. um, if I could give you everything you ever want, then would you consider this? I'm hitting, I'm putting your ego in conflict with your logic. And when those two collide inside of your brain for a second, you go, I have to say yes, because I can't be so closed-minded that I say no. Right. So when you get into complexity of an if-then, I'm putting your ego against your logic within your brain and you don't even know I'm doing it. And because I say no, you everybody for a moment pauses because they can't just say no, I'm cold-minded and this is how it is. Or the other, guy, the other side is yes, I will listen to anything you say. Neither one of those works. Yeah. But if you give an if with the abyss and then an then with the abyss and these two collide with each other, you can actually see the short circuit in people's brain when they go, I think about it. I'd entertain it. That at the moment, at that moment, I studied hypnosis for a long time. At that moment, there's a little, a little opening inside yeah. the brain, and if I know how to get in there real fast, I can put uh, something that helps my sales process. Yeah. So when I say, "Give me something I can use," that it, I can get into the complexities 
of the sales process and the if-then closes, alternate choice closes, open-ended questions, closed-ended questions, all types of different things put to the task. I give people that and walk away, hey, write this down, if-then, yeah. that's it, just that. Yeah. So, oh, well, so, so that was, I, I agree with that. Good, thank 100%. you. 100%. Appreciate it. Um, I think that there's a couple more reasons why you should ask questions. Tell me. And I think that it's really important to understand you got to understand all of the philosophy, but before you can understand, the techniques are the fun stuff, right? That's what everybody wants to do. But I'll give you one that just happened right now. Yeah. Here's one that just happened. All right, what just happened? You just said, I think it's more important that you ask questions. And I could have said, why? But instinctively, I said, tell me. Now, that's a subtle psychological difference. Yeah. Because tell me is the same thing as why, but tell me is more from an authoritative position than... Why? Right, well, and, and, and why, why is a little bit more combative? Go with that. Yeah, like why are you wearing that shirt? That, it's, you're like, because I like it, it matches, damn it. It matches, I don't care what Chris like, says. Now I'm back in the conversation. <laughs> why <laughs> are you wearing that shirt? Why are you wearing, now he's back Why are you putting on those sunglasses? This I, is bull. I just got off Facebook and Instagram to, to get in this conversation. God, you know what, you don't get off Facebook and Instagram for much, but there, they, thank you very much for that, Chris. It I deserves my that. attention. Yeah, there we go. Answer the question. Okay. Why are you wearing that shirt? Dude, dude. Why? Dude. Dude. He loves this shirt. That was that was no doubt. I like fight. it, man. No doubt. It was a fight. Shirt. All right, cool. I'm not hating on either. All right, I'm a scared. I'm gonna go home and change. Uh, change. So, anyways, so I think that there's a few more reasons why you ask questions. Okay. Um, I think another one is there's there's parameters around how you can answer a question. I mean, here's what I mean by that. Like, if I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing after this podcast? Mm -hmm. You can give me a variety of answers that have to do with, you know, I don't know, going to Starbucks and getting a coffee, mm -hmm. or maybe getting some work done, doing some calls. You can't be like, I mean, you know, I like elephants, right? Like that makes no sense. I do. You're no longer. I do. Ask him. Ask him. I do. You look. I I saw that. I do. Yeah. I, I do. I do. Yeah. Intuitively. Just. just I need yeah. to say elephants. Yeah. <laughs> No, elephants uh, are cool. I saw rhinoceroses this weekend, by the way. Rhinoceros. Yeah, rhinoceros. It's actually a trigger word for him. If you say it three times in a row, see what he does. I turned to the Manchurian candidate. I don't know. And then I'll boom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Elephants, elephants, elephants. Dude, no, no, it's rhinoceroses. Uh, yeah. Anyway, right. keep going. Uh, Sorry, let me take you off your track. Well, see, then you're no longer answering the question that I've just asked. You didn't ask me a question, though. No, I did. So if I said, what are you doing after this? No, you said, this, if I said, that's a buffer. I'm That's not. a sales technique, by the way. Yeah, a buffer. Yeah. I, I'm aware. Yeah. So if I say that, I, I'm just giving you an example. Here. Okay. I'm not asking anything. And you okay. say, I like elephants. You're no longer answering the question that I've just asked, right? So there's parameters on how you can answer a question and still be answering my question. In other words, you can't answer out of left field and still be answering my question, which means that you can kind of I control disagree. the direction of the conversation. Well, I disagree because I, I won't say that most people don't. But the ones well, that do are the coolest ones in the world. Yeah, the well, ones that cool are the coolest, man. Well, if you're trained on it, you can. Like, if, it, if somebody says, hey, what are you doing after this? I'm like, potato chips are amazing. And then you're well, just yeah. like, what? What does oh, that yeah, have to yeah, do yeah, with that, anything? That's that's yeah. yeah. Anyway, keep going. I Sorry. Let me throw you that, off. That's going to end up being a small percent of the population. Yeah. Tiny, exactly. tiny. Tiny yeah. from the trained and tiny right. from the person that's just going to throw you into that field. Yeah, either the guy that's so small, a little out there, or the guy that's really smart. Uh, but those are the only times you're going to get those answers. So Probably there's, the there's, same there's, guy. there's <laughs> <laughs> and that's why what we were talking about earlier about the crazy, yeah. right? So 
there's there's parameters on how you can answer a question for the most part. All right. Obviously, there's there's out there cases like we just talked about, mm -hmm. but. <clears throat> Because there's parameters around it, you can control the direction that that conversation is leading to some degree. Give me, a, give me an example. Uh, okay. Well, like let's let's say, well, try and let, let's think of something that we disagree on. Okay. I'll, give I'll me something that you give me something, and I'll play you know the advocate. You know no, 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 no. Go. I no, no. I know what I'm going to do. Go. At some point in this conversation, I'm going to use it on you without you knowing. Oh, it. that's awesome. And then I'm going to call it out. Bring it. I'm going to call it out. Okay. So go. All right. Well, no, no I, I'm still talking about my questions. All right, I'm confused now. So the parameters so on that question, was... you can control where the, the conversation goes to some degree, right? Because there's parameters on how you can answer a question. Okay. Uh, number two, I think that you're leading them to their own conclusion, which is right along you just with that. You're numbers. Getting... Yeah, keep I, going. Uh, I did throw in numbers. Yeah, you're good. Uh, number three. The third one. The... <laughs> number three is you're gathering more <laughs> info. You're... Maybe finally. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. That's well, why. It's <laughs> <laughs> Either well, no, I'm making. I'm making. No, no, I'm not making. Really math today. Dude, I've got math. I got. I got. I can call it a five. He watched the podcast on math this morning. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's good. got. He's got numbers. Oh, yeah. Three. Einstein, Einstein's three. Yeah. <laughs> I I Closes his eyes. There. How does that go? Three. Three again. Dude, you're gonna. We're gonna get letters. Uh oh. Yeah. It's not, it's not socially I went to go see Joe Rogan know. and he made fun of that. What? It was amazing. What? I went to see Joe Rogan. Yeah. You know who Joe Rogan is? Oh, yeah. He's a comedian. Other than podcasts, he's a yeah. big time comedian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I watched him and he was making fun of the word retard. Confidence without clarity is a disaster. Have you ever seen those guys who are like, hey, fake it till you make it? Yeah, yeah, no, don't fake it till you make it. You can't. Confidence without clarity is an absolute disaster. It's like, hey, you know what? Who's going to go beat that tiger? And the guy goes, I'll do it. <laughs> You're toast, man. You've got confidence, but you ain't going to make it. You're not going to get the time. I'm going to put 20 bucks on the hey, tiger. you don't want to be that guy. On the tiger all day long. I have no anyway, idea anyway, where back. that came from. Zero idea. <laughs> Zero idea. <laughs> no Boom, idea. Just like that. Three. Where are we at? Donkeys. Yeah, he made me forget. How did you go to donkeys? How did you go to where you went? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. See? All right, go. You made me forget that. It's kind of unfair to Mateo, man. It's kind of part of the plan. Kind of part of the plan. We were on number three, yes. and I believe that was uh, you, you didn't collect data off of them, right? Collect so, data. so when you're talking to somebody, yeah. Uh, he's no, walking, just by. walking by. He's oh, walking gotcha. by. We still we gotta be social. Um, so, number three, uh, you're collecting data on them. You're learning more about them, right? Mm -hmm. And it's telling less about you. That's that could be number four, right? Because you're not if you're asking the questions, you're not giving them a whole lot of information. You're taking information. And another one is just people love to talk about themselves. It's their favorite thing to talk about, right? Oh, that's, that's good. That's yeah, good. That's it. good. Yeah, I that's good, it. right? I love it. That's, that's good. I, I tell everybody, you know what your favorite gold. topic is? You yeah. know what your favorite topic is? Oh, yeah. It's, that's why I talk for a living. It's you. Yeah. yeah. Your favorite topic is you. Yeah. I get People get pissed off when I say that. They're like, no, I don't care about me. That would be self-centered. I'm like, nah. They're like, I like my kids. I'm like, no, you like your kids. I like Joe Rogan. Yeah. I like, you like your Joe Rogan. I got, a, I got my own Joe Rogan. Dude, you're moving up. Oh, shit, this is you awesome. Joe Rogan. Dude, yeah. you're going to get sued for using his name too much. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. I know how the SEO works, and I know how I'm the I'm going to boost his podcast you're, you're listeners. Yeah, you know what? He needs your listeners, too. He needs me. Yep. That's what and I thinking. need him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, keep going. No, that was it. Oh. And then and then what Lee said. So so I think that there there's multiple reasons what why you I ask say? questions. What did you said I had my own Joe Rogan. 
Yeah, it's not a lot about rhinoceros, is it? Yeah, yeah what's up with that? Hey, oh, hey, hey, you guys need to. Yeah, you guys. A lot about a bi- the, the abyss. The abyss. The abyss. Look into the abyss and the abyss like, stares back. Like, it's like a. It's ambiguous, meaning that and there's there's it's not clear, so you can kind of draw from it what you want. So the abyss. Look into the depth of the ocean at its darkest spot, and you look and you can see a little bit, but then all of a sudden everything goes dark. But there's unlimited amount. Well, I'm out aware there. of what it. I was just wondering if how uh, you were using I was trying to be the dictionary for the moment, and I was like, "Hey, you know what the abyss is?" That's it. When you said dictionary, I saw you mean just the first three letters? Just trying to be a dictionary. Abyss is more than it's not I B I S. Okay. That's four. First three letters of dictionary. We were at four too, by the way. He went one, two, three, four. We stopped. Did you get that? Yeah. What? Never mind. Yeah. Show tech guy. Yeah. He's back. Show tech guy. Okay. Told me he did bring it back. Moving along. So what do you want to know? I'll let. I, I've been I've been controlling too much. So. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Let's do a role play. Let's do a role okay, play. Okay, role play. Role play. So, go, go, go. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the referee. I'm going to do a cold call to Lee. Okay. okay. And then you are going to stop me when you during this wrong. cold call, and you're going to correct what Ready, I set. should be doing, 100%. and this is going to let the audience know where you're special. I, like, I love I like it. Go. Sound good? Like okay, go. ring, ring. Ready, set. Uh, hello? Hi, this is Chris with New American Funding. I'm a loan officer. Our rates are really stop. low. We're stop. Okay. So how would you? Uh, so one thing is at the very beginning of a conversation, I like to, and, and this is everybody's preference because I know that you're a more upbeat guy. Mm-hmm. So that might work for you. What I like to do is I like to slow it down okay. at the very beginning when you first get on a phone call. The okay. reason being is what are you communicating by talking really quick? Well, you're either communicating that you're really excited, right? Which I think is where you were coming from. But I, I wanted to call it out because I think most people are talking really quick because they're communicating uh, I would say it's because they're insecure. I think yeah, they're in, it's insecurity it's, yeah, more than don't, anything. Don't, don't hang up on me real quick. Well, I hate so doing I this. I'm just doing my hour like you told right, me. So, so correct me now. So now correct me. Tell me what to do. Yeah. So I would slow down your cadence of speech. Um, I would lower your, soften your voice a little bit. A lot of people think you got to talk. Re- I have a little saying. Because uh, a lot of people think you got to talk real loud to get people's attention. I think if you talk real loud, people cover their ears. If you talk real soft, they lean in. Um, so get him to lean in a little bit. So what would I do? Hey, this is Mateo. I was giving you a call because I go into. Okay. It. I wouldn't even say where I'm from. Let them ask. That's that's them now having to ask. I mean, I know with, with certain companies. And, and don't say you're Mateo because you're Chris. Oh, yeah, I'm Chris. No, you're Chris. No, I will Chris. follow your directions. Well, you know. I was Chris right there. <coughs> I was Whoa. Chris. Whoa. Whoa! There's yeah. a fee for that. <laughs> it charges. Okay, so here we go. Ring, go. go. Hello. Ring. Hey, this is Chris, and rates <laughs> are extremely low. Am I paid a dollar ninety nine for this. Yeah. A minute. <laughs> okay, here we go. For real, for real. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, this is Chris, and I'm calling you because rates on home mortgages right now are extremely Not low. Not interested. Before Bye. you say that, I have a piece of information click. to share with you. Yeah, no. So, yeah, so the other thing is, right out the gate, we're coming up with. Uh, it, it feels too perfect. And when something feels too perfect, like, well, hold on. Stay with me. <laughs> I'm trying to stay with Don't you. Leave, yeah. Don't leave. Don't leave. Nobody calls Chris perfect that often. Well, and not, not too perfect, no, especially. No, no, no. He's well, more regular well, than you. Know. He's like, hey, he just called you too perfect. Man, this is getting weird. Uh, Thank I you. It wasn't as complimentary as you think. Uh, hey. <laughs> okay, go. So, hey. so when something sounds too, like, uh, I want you to picture for a second. Picture like a mattress commercial, right? It's like uh, zero down. You don't have to pay anything Your for the first year. Free. This stuff, yeah, that a, guy did good. It's the best mattress ever, right? Okay. He did good. Okay. Your brain goes, 
Well, I, I don't want to guess in here. But your brain goes, that, that's BS, right? It's BS, it's BS, it's BS. And the reason why is because our brains are, are meant to pick up issues around the world uh, that are going on around us, right, in the world. If our brains don't pick up issues, our brain creates an issue where things are too perfect. So if you come out, A, you're self-validating. So validation is any time you're trying to gain somebody's approval or not lose somebody's approval at the very beginning. Uh, so you're saying, listen, this is why I'm so great. It's like if you called a girl for a date and you're like, hey, man, I just want to call her. I guess you wouldn't call her man. Hey, I, I did that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you did? I called a chick man. She laughed. <laughs> it worked, dude. She I, That's I, one I of my favorites. I meant to say ma'am. Uh, but when I you said ma'am. Like you're you're hanging up the phone. Oh, I do that all the time. You can lead, you can lead with that. I, I do you. that with my clients. Yeah, just call up and say, "Hey, yeah, I, I love, love you, babe. You. Can we go on a date?" Well, so yeah, you wouldn't call her up and be like, "Hey, I'm a loan officer, and I love you." <laughs> Sorry, I talk about X, Y, and Z. I and I love this. you. I got a podcast. It's super cool. I even got. I'm kind of a big guy. Yeah, yeah. I get millennials. I have four episodes, bro. Four, bro. <laughs> I'm smoking I'm everybody with just, three. I'm not just anybody. <laughs> I'm smoking everybody with three episodes right now. Done. So, so the reason you don't say that is because it comes off needy, right? You're like, I'm trying to prove myself to you. And it's the same thing when you go, hey, home loans or what, whatever you said. I forgot exactly what you said. I already forgot. <laughs> okay, so here's a question. I'm trying to interest rates, whatever you're talking. If about, I knew their name, in my space. for the audience. If yeah. I knew their name, should yeah. I use their name? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, because everybody's name is their, their favorite word to some degree, right? Unless you have a really, like, unless your name's a little Pachacha or something. I don't know. And, and, then that's unfortunate. Okay. And I like your name too much. Pachacha. Pachacha? No, 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 no. Pachacha. Pachacha. That's going to be my firstborn's name. All right. Promise? You're, you're, oh, you're, yeah. you're going to be Dude. in trouble, man. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> when he grows up, it's gonna you better character. hope he's not 6'2". Because he's going to be your ass. Be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dad? Puchacho. Puchacho. I, I heard that podcast in 2019, yeah. and I know you planned this out for 40 years. I did. Time to pay the price. I did. My future <clears throat> wife? That's it. We What's her name to too? No, no, I know my, I know my, I know her name. Like, hey, we we have to agree upon that before getting married. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's okay. Good deal. Yeah, good, good, good. Okay. So where were we, Chris? Talk. Okay, so I'm making a phone call. Yep. All right. Ring, ring. Bye. Hey, Lee. This is Chris Dominguez. I, I needed to call Chris, you right now Chris, because Chris, Chris, Chris. Right, do I know you? Yeah, yeah. It's Chris Dominguez. D O M I N G U E Z. All right, talk to me. I'm calling you because you have a 4.6 interest rate, and I could save you hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars a year today by just making a quick switch. Do you have about 30 seconds so I can share that with you? You're still the guy calling, saying, "Hey, go on a date with me because I do X, Y, and Z." Hey, have you seen how much I made last year? You should definitely go on a date with me. That works, by the way. He, does, he uses it every day. It works. He's like, hey, do you know I'm a big deal? He says, I'm kind of a big deal. I, I have three episodes of podcast. <laughs> and I don't know if that's that funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, show tech guy's show laughing. Show guy, you're right. I'm not going to lie. He laughed. He laughed. Well, well, let's go to – is that funny? Mateo's laughing yeah, right she's now. She's funny. All right, go, go ahead. All right, cool. I just, well, I'm just – Okay, so it's still, still too much bragging is what it's, you're it's saying. A, yeah, so start off with a question or set up, start off – All right, here I, we go. You, let's you do it again. You brought up pattern okay. interrupts earlier on. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great way to start off. Okay. Oh, Damn it, um, so. One of the things that I teach is uh, 
initiator versus responder dynamic, which is where, so when we first meet somebody, mm -hmm. our brains are trying to figure out what are the patterns that play with this person, mm -hmm. right? How do we associate ourselves with this person? And over time, those patterns tend to grow. Like, uh, for instance, if you bought your wife flowers every single day from the day you met her for like six years, what happens the day you don't get her flowers? You're toast. Oh, yeah. You are up oh, the yeah. creek. All right, oh, yeah. so I'm writing down every single thing that you've corrected me on. Okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to write them down. All right. So I have speed. You corrected yeah. my speed. I should throw his name in there. Yeah. What else have you told me to do? Well, I'm in the middle of telling you one more. The third one? You're okay. in the middle of it. Yeah. I'm in the middle of it. Hey. <laughs> hey. Don't. Dude, I'm in the middle of it. Don't, don't hey. interrupt. Hey. I'm in the middle. Weird. <laughs> that got weird real fast. <laughs> Chris is... Must be a 1955 joke because yeah. I don't get it. Oh, right. come on! <laughs> Mateo's lost too. Right, yeah, that's oh, okay. No, he's he's, he's kind of flowing with the punches. I, well, we're throwing a lot of this. Like, this is not my we're, path. We're throwing a lot. He's like, this is not my path, guys. Do it, do it. Uh, working on the next one. What would you call it? So I can initiator versus responder. Help. Okay. I, so I. If I see that on paper, I don't know what I to versus, do. I versus. Uh, I versus you. No, I versus R. So initiator versus responder. So there's somebody initiating topics of conversation. There's somebody that's in constant response. So it's basically about being unreactive and to to the things that they're saying directly, unless it goes in alignment with your frame, and you creating the topics that you want to go further on and talk about. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into it because that that sounded way too long, and that was it. That was pretty. Yeah, I've had three cups of coffee, so. He's uh, jaw jacked up on Mountain oh, yeah. Dew, man. Oh, yeah. I, well, I had to keep up with this guy. It's like, oh! Yeah. Heroin. Dude, heroin. You want some? That. <laughs> Kip happens to be the number one salesman in this, in this uh, area. He's a great salesman yeah. for heroin. <laughs> he's not good at anything else. He tried, he tried real estate. He tried stocks. Nothing worked. Heroin, boom. He's in it. Number one. Yeah? Yeah. Wait, we'll talk. No, we're kidding. No, no. He doesn't sell heroin. No. Just for the record. FBI. Do not really go to Kip's heroin. house. There's no heroin. There's no heroin under his bed <laughs> in the drawer. <laughs> Individually bagged. <laughs> Individually bagged. <laughs> Ready to go. There's no heroin. Seems anyway, go ahead. Sorry. We, we keep interrupting. <laughs> not we, you. Me? I'm trying to write notes. Dude, I'm being quiet. Right? All right. So, initiator versus responder. So, <clears throat> all it is is talking about whatever you want to talk about at the very beginning of the conversation. So you're choosing what sort of topics are at play there. And I didn't finish the wife thing. So you get your wife flowers every single day for five years, you don't get her flowers, you're in trouble. Yep. Versus the guy who never gets a, her flowers for five years, the day he gets her flowers, he's a hero, yep. right? One requires far less work and you're praised for it. The other is far more work and you get in trouble for it. So what that is to say is that when we first meet people, we're establishing patterns. And those patterns that our brain establishes makes it easier for us to figure out and navigate the world. And so our brain loves these patterns and it becomes expectation. Like, it, that's why you don't have to come in and, and it's all subconscious. Like, you don't have to come in and examine a chair to figure out its, its use, right? <coughs> like, maybe I've, I've never seen this very chair that I'm sitting in ever, uh, as far as I know. I maybe disagree. I, we, we sat in this. Uh, and that's right. A that's couple right. weeks ago, okay. and you probably looked at all the chairs, right. unless you purposefully did not look at the chairs. In which case, well, well no, no, no. Maybe he didn't see that one. Uh, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, we don't know. We can't. There's that, 13 huh? other ones he could have seen. So we're gonna rest in the could. Maybe I'm gonna not trust. Be you're true. telling me the truth. Okay, you, me too. I'm gonna you, trust. We're gonna go with it. Know, go. Know, You've I'm never seen sorry. that chair. Go. You're screwing up my whole thing. 
I believe you. <laughs> Sorry. So, so you don't have to sit in a chair to figure out its use every time you walk into a room because your subconscious already saved that form as, okay, well, that basic form looks kind of like a chair, so it must be used for sitting, right? Most of the time. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Lee doesn't use it for that. No, no or kids. But Yeah, or kids. But um, it, it's most commonly used for sitting, so you sit down and you don't have to think about it. You don't have to yep. examine it. Well, it's the same thing when we're first meeting somebody. A lot of people are always focused on the clothes. I think the very beginning is really important as well. I think the very beginning of conversation is super important because you are laying down the foundation that is of patterns that are likely to grow over a period of time. Like, it becomes an expectation over that period of time when you're getting the flowers every day and you don't get the flower, and it becomes a peer, uh, an expectation if uh, you've never gotten flowers and the day, one day you get flowers, right? All philosophical, give me something I can use. Well, Phyllis, that's that's the best thing that you could use, right? Well, that's but you told me a nice philosophy, like, hey, guess what? If you're in oh, touch with getting, nature, I mean, I, so okay, I, go ahead. I, was, I understand that I was teaching you the okay. philosophy because most Got people it. just tell you the little technique, and that's that's really fun. It's a lot more sexy than telling the philosophy. But if you don't understand how it works and why it works, you don't use it in the right areas, and you become so. That's what uh, I was talking about when I say how to think, not what to think. You become dependent and reliant on other people. Uh, or the person that's feeding you all this information to know when to use it in little specific scenarios because you don't know the greater philosophy. So you don't know how to use it on your own and how to uh, mold it. it. You're just regurgitating information. You're mimicking somebody. And so I teach the person how to fish as opposed to catching a fish for them. That'll little, little Okay, thing. still philosophical. Give me some. Okay. Or give him some. So, initiate versus responder. Anything that where you are initiating uh, the conversational dynamic that you want to start in. So at the very beginning, uh, the one that I gave you, it's also off of the poor method, but that's one. Hey, uh, I don't have a whole bunch of time to talk right now, but I wanted to give you a call. And then you ask a question. No self-explanation. So not why I'm the best, not why your company sold the most X, Y, and Z. You ask him a question. And the question should be something that's going to pique interest a little bit. And you do that by doing a pattern interrupt. So a pattern interrupt, Lee already talked about it a little bit. I, oh, you mentioned it. A pattern interrupt is anything that's outside the realm of what would normally be expected within that context, right? So it, it piques your interest because you see it and you say, ah, that didn't fit there, right? So ask a question that's kind of a little bit of a pushback even. So like, hey, uh, I saw your home came off the market. Are you, uh, well, no, I just thought of a better one as I was saying that. Because <clears throat> this one's on one of my scripts. I'll give it a little freebie here. So let's say you're calling an expired, right? You're, you're talking to them. The very first question after you say, hey, I don't have a lot of time to talk, the very first question you ask is, are you at the point where you want to give up on the sale of your property altogether? Okay. Well, what, what's the likely response? No, yeah. I don't want to give up, right? So you give up is put in there because that's universally everybody thinks of give up. We're, we're taught not to give up to some degree, right? And you're saying it in a in a way that breaks through the, the pause. Initial. I have to hit the pause button. On the cameras or on me? What are you talking about? On me? You guys understand the concept of pause? It means everybody stops. Oh. Pause. <clears throat> Every once in a while I feel something that's just powerful. And what you brought up is very powerful. Just the one thing, I'm, I'm telling you, the one thing in this whole conversation so far, the yeah. one thing that I grabbed is the word give up. 
because that is so powerful. And I'll give you an example. Some, the most powerful word in the human language. What is it? I don't know. Well, I know what I would probably think. Go. Most powerful word I would say is no. Okay. No is easy. I think no. no, I agree. I disagree. The most powerful word is but. Easily the most powerful word in the human language. Why? Because Tell I could say. <coughs> okay. I'm already using your techniques. Because yeah, that's good. Tell me. So, I could say, Mateo, you're great. You you're a good kid. You got you got you're young. You looks like your thing is going good, and yeah. everything looks really really good, and. You did. You laid down some really, really good stuff. Yeah. But the minute I say "but," everything in front of it is erased. Doesn't matter anymore. I agree. So, but, I, I but say it's is a very power. If you don't know how to use "but," yeah. If you do not use it, and people use it wrong all the time, but if you use it strategically, such a powerful word because it erases everything. It erases everything. This guy's such a good guy. He really is a good guy. He's going places, but I just said, you're not going anywhere by just saying one word, one little, just, but. Okay, so the reason I say it's powerful is really know how to use it, yeah. super powerful, but one that I just grabbed that I did not have before this conversation, give up. Yeah, or fair. I just want a fair shot. Fair is a fair. powerful word? Oh yeah, well, because <laughs> if you say a fair, nobody likes to be unfair, right? Hey, listen, all I'm asking for is a fair shot. Well, the underlying implication there is that if you don't give me a shot, you're being unfair. It's the same same philosophy of, uh, as giving up in the term that we're all taught to be fair. We're all taught not to give up. Perhaps we see the word give up different because I think... They're a little emotional spice. If you... Chris, are you done looking for that billion-dollar status? Did you give up? No. Power, see? It's, you're instinctive. You have to come out of the gate. Is it fair to say you've given up on the billion-dollar status? No. So, given up, that give up. I just want to put that out there because as you're talking, I'm looking for anything. Dude, I'm looking for something I can use, and that's the first thing I've got is something I can use is the give up. Everything so far... I actually think, I think that, okay, as far as practicality and okay. usage, sure, maybe that's one of the little techniques that's for me. That yeah, been yeah, best so far. Yeah. I think that the, the philosophy behind it is so much more valuable, even though it's not as sexy, and I know we want to get listeners so mm -hmm. a, a little bit. We want to give them Well, that's like me trying to teach the kid how the iPad works. If I give them the iPad and they start having fun with it, maybe they'll learn how it works, but nonetheless, they'll still be able to use it. So there's a right. difference between the philosophy. Not right. everybody's going to learn philosophy. Not everybody knows how their car works. I know a lot of my friends who hop in, put the key and turn it, and they go. They don't have a clue that there's an internal combustion engine and a it's transmission me. system. No cool. Clue. So do you want to learn all about your car so that you can really learn how to use your car? Zero no. Percent. Zero. No. But I think that this is You see what you just said? Not, but? Yeah. But, but I think that this is different because not everybody needs to know how to Everybody needs to know to some degree how to talk. And I think that it's important because it's You're inferring that people don't know how to talk if they don't know these techniques? I'm inferring that people are having the wrong conversations if they don't have these techniques. Uh, I think you're both inferring a whole lot. I know. There's a lot of inferring going on. <laughs> <laughs> I can back no, 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 I'm, I'm serious. I agree yeah. with his assessment of, of, of what he just said, but I also agree with... Uh, well, you didn't bring You're it just up. agreeable, to but him. I think That's the but I have struggled. I've ch I've struggled with that for a long time because the only people who understand that are the people that know. The only person it's going to work on is the person who knows. The only person I use it on him. 
Because nobody else knows. No, it's it's blind. Everybody else is blind. That's to what it, I mean. I so it's not effective. They have no clue. Just like no, it is effective. It's really just like asking a question. Yeah, yeah most people don't know I'm controlling they, the conversation. They don't know that everything you just said was erased. They Correct. have no clue. It's stealth. It's but awesome. It, you've done it's something powerful. for you, not for them. No, it still it still erases it. See, so you're still getting uh, getting the use out of it. But no, here's what I mean. You said buddy guy. <laughs> here's what I mean. Cool. So let's say you have a husband and wife, right? Okay. Husband comes back late from work. Mm -hmm. Wife gets mad okay. and says, hey, you said you were going to be here on time, mm -hmm. right? And he says, ah, there's traffic on the freeway. She mm -hmm. said, I looked it up. There was mm -hmm. no traffic on the freeway. Got it. And now they're going back and forth arguing about traffic. Mm -hmm. You're having the wrong conversation, perhaps, because most likely it's more about, well, perhaps she feels like she's not getting enough time. Perhaps she's scared of infidelity. Arguing about traffic on the freeway, you're not having the right conversation, right? And most people stand, so there's different levels of communication. There's the direct communication, which is the words that are being saying, said, which is where most people stay. Uh, there's the secondary communication, which is the sub-communication. That's all the body That's language, correct. the tonality, the cadence, and all that. There's the underlying implications, which what those two things added more. together are implying. Mm -hmm. And then you got the framework, you have the presuppositions and things of that nature. But most people just stay at that direct that that direct communication. You said this and so, I say this. I'm gonna say this to a 22 year old. Okay, yeah. so you're saying that whatever the wife is talking to you about isn't really what she's talking to you about? Shocker. Oh my God. Kip, are you ready to take this down? <laughs> So are you going to teach everyone to speak woman? Oh, oh look no, out. No, no, you're going to get more letters, dude. No. Oh, you're not going to get any more. Do they know I don't yeah, know how no. to read? So you're talking, I get I get what you're saying, but yeah. that that's, you're talking about a whole psychological situation, a whole framework. And yes, if you're wondering whether or not the topic that people are talking about is not necessarily the topic, of course, that's a, that's a, that's a given. But in the sales process, you can't worry about what's happening with uh, with the wife and the husband at home because well, well, I can't deal with that. You're looking at the specifics of the situation. I was meaning to take it as you're often having the wrong conversation. So I can easily apply this to business. Say somebody says, um, hey, will you list my home? They're talking to a real estate agent. Will mm -hmm. you list my home for 1% uh, commission? <clears throat> what does a real estate agent do? Well, if you're a Tom Ferry, I, I don't even know what his things are. Uh, you go on to say, uh, uh, what is what is his response? Well, forget uh, what his response. What's your response? You see how I just saved you there, by the way. Well, I didn't need to say because that. if you if I, you I if because if you if you if you land up misquoting him, you're gonna land up up the wrong creek. I already I, I just I, I prefaced it by saying I don't really know exactly what he says, but it, he he dresses like the concern directly. Saying, "Hey, Chris, I'm not responsible if I punch you in the head. <laughs> I'm still responsible. <laughs> still responsible, he, even he, just because I said it doesn't mean I'm not." He addresses. Uh, he addresses the surface level conversation. What you have to do is you have to figure out what's being implied. What's the frame behind mm -hmm. that? Well, what they're essentially saying is they want to walk out with the most amount of money possible, a certain amount of money. And the way to do so is by taking out of your commission. So how do we do this? We reframe that conversation. We say, all right, what do I need to walk away or what do you need to walk away with at the end of this transaction in order for this to make sense for you? And now we've reframed it and said, okay, no, the money comes from the end. You still same amount of money, same mm -hmm. same result. Mm -hmm. We took care of this issue by not even addressing it. And we would have had the wrong conversation had we gone into addressing that by saying, uh, you know, hey, I, I only do two and a half percent commission, I only do three, right? You're you're having the wrong conversation. So let me it throw a nip then in there. Okay. Everywhere. Everywhere. 
Let me throw in if then. If I give you all the money that you want at the bottom line, do you oh, care? Then good. do you care how much I make? That, that's the same. So, but that's if, a good if, one. I mean, that's real simply, if I give you all the money that you want, you give me that number, and I get you that. Do you care well, how much well, I make well, or well. not make? Do you care how much I make? You're asking me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I. You I care want, how much I make? Lee, I want the best for you. No, 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 no. If I give you all the money, <laughs> he's just like your mom. Three percent done. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I want the three percent. You're right. I want the best for you. I want the best for me too. The established amount is three percent. You said you want the best for me. Yes. Huh? Okay. Good deal. So we're good on three percent. Sold. That's and that's a close, by the way. That's a, if somebody gives me that, it's instinctive. I'll push back. Yeah. But if if to what you right. just said, right? Well, hey, but you're gonna have a big framework around something that doesn't even need that framework. Mm, well, we did the same thing. All we did was we we changed the frame of the conversation. That's all we did. You did the same thing that I did. You just went about it a different way. I, I think your way was 100% fine. And I, it's you. not a huge thing. All I said was, you know, what do you need to walk away with at the end of the transaction in order for it to make sense? And it's not like crazy difficult. <coughs> so uh, my way is right between the eyes. If I give you everything you ever wanted, everything, yeah. do you that care how much better. I make or I don't make? That, I, I'd, I'd have to test it. But so I that's an that if-then be close. That's a, that, and I'm telling you, those are, when you ask me something I, I can use, that, if-oh, I, like I do it all the time. I wouldn't close with that. But I, I like I it. love it. Oh, well, what I do is I, I don't close people. I let people close themselves on me. I'll push back. I'll say, okay. listen, I'm a young guy. I charge a lot of money. Why why would you even consider going with me? And you'd think they're just like, no, we wouldn't, right? There's a little bit of Chris Voss philosophy here. Uh, but what they do is they start saying, well, listen, we've we've seen what you've done. He likes done. Chris Voss. Yeah, I love Chris Voss. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I don't know him personally. Yes, you do? Okay. Yeah. Are you being honest? You know Chris Voss? You know Chris Voss. Voss. You mean the FBI negotiator? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have a clue what it is. Okay. He doesn't know. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, he threw me off a little bit there. So they, what they start saying, what they, <laughs> what they start saying, I'm about to prove you wrong. That's All right, good. I'm just kidding. I like I it. Actually, I, actually really like <laughs> I actually really liked yours. I really did. Um, I think that it, it was a really good way of going about it. But the way I would close is by saying, you know, listen, why would you go with me? Um, and I actually named two objections beforehand. Like I just said, so that they would have if you were, young And guy, if you were talking to me, I would money. go, yeah, why would I? Tell me. Yeah, but nobody ever does that. Because, and if, if you get that, if you get that response, mm -hmm. that's an indicator you haven't done the other steps properly. You haven't gained the rapport. You haven't pushed back enough that they're now wanting to. So this gets into something else, the pursuer-distancer dynamic, right? Mm -hmm. You start as the pursuer. You want to end the distancer. So now they're pursuing you to some degree. That's, that's the philosophy that, that my sales is, kind of works around. Um, so you want to become the distancer. Now they're pursuing you a little bit. And when you do that pushback, they're trying to gain validation because you've been doing things like CCR method, compliment, compliment, retraction. You've been put, taking that, that validation. Away. At a low level person, I would agree with you. But at a CEO level, which by the way, I'm going to clear it up real quick. CEO. A lot of kids, a lot of millennials like their own. Hey, I'm the CEO. And I'm an old school stockbroker. I got trained on real corporations. Most people do not know what CEO is. Not that they do not know what the word stands for. Everybody knows it stands for chief executive officer. What it means is you've got a corporation big enough that you have multiple offices. In other words, operations officer. You've got a whole bunch of different officers, financial officer. And then there is a chief officer 
that is in charge of those and below the chief executive officer there's a president yeah. so when people walk around going hey i'm the ceo i'm like that's so cute it is so cute because yeah. if you actually understand business and someone's walking around going hey i'm the ceo <laughs> it's clear you it's just clear. No, I don't know. I, I, it's weird. He does that. I, I got a little that. weird, but that I, I see it. You see, see it. You see, he took me off track there. Yeah. Boom! And he asked you a question, and you responded. That's pretty good, yeah. That's not, that's now he's speaking to you. It's a puppet, man. Dude, I'm a puppet. <laughs> you guys, I am under your control. Come on, Mateo. puppet master. So, anyways, so you control. push back by saying, "Hey, why me?" And what the the typical response you get is they say, "Well, hey, listen, we've seen what you've done in other businesses. We we know that you your teaching philosophy is a little bit different from the you know yes man you know." I call it woo-woo. I don't know what the correct terminology for it would be, but you know the, the super motivational stuff. Fine, I don't do that. But I, I don't. I don't have anything against it. I just don't do it. Anyways, so they start telling me why they want to go with me, and at the end, it's like, oh, okay. Interesting. Sure. All right, I guess sign it. Yeah. Uh, how much? Yeah. <laughs> Twenty grand. I got nothing to do with it. I mean, if, if that's what you want to do, right? And I let them convince themselves as to why they want to go. Because, and it's a, in my opinion, that's a perfect way of going about it for a few reasons. One, it puts you in a position where you're not becoming the interviewer, you're just the, you're the expert in your little field, whatever that is. Uh, and you're acting as if an expert would act, right? Like if, if you were the expert, let's say, uh, like, what, what, what's your favorite, uh, who's your favorite celebrity? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Okay, if you were to call Joe Rogan to be on this podcast, he wouldn't be like, hey, man, uh, please be, uh, uh, please let me on this podcast because I don't know if you've seen my numbers lately. They've been really good. I got just, three podcasts. It, it, yeah. You wouldn't have to self-validate because the guy's already validated, right? See, that's the problem. So you want to be on his is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Well, well so, and I mean, I, what I'm saying here is it, you, sh you don't have to self-validate and you don't have to get braggy if you really are all those things that you're saying you are. That happens from a lack of confidence, I think. I tell people that all the time. We're talking about Margaret Thatcher. <clears throat> I tell them, yeah, if you're, <laughs> what is it? If you, you know to tell people you're a lady. Margaret not. Thatcher. You know who Margaret Thatcher is? <laughs> what? Mar you know who Margaret Thatcher is? Margaret No. Okay. So she's the prime minister of uh, England. Okay. England? England? Well, let's yeah. just stay with that. Britain? Yeah. Is it Britain? England? Okay. Um... Europe? What, help me. <laughs> Great Britain. Huh? Great Britain. Great Britain. Okay. UK. So, Prime Minister of Great Britain. Yeah. Uh, she's already passed. You're wrong. But she had made a statement saying, if you have to tell people that you're a lady, you're not a lady. So, it's, it's going to what you're saying. I like that. And one of the things I, I tell, I teach, <clears throat> is I say, hey, listen, if you're learning from somebody, you should learn somebody current in the field right now. Because somebody who used to do it back in their day and Not cannot do it right yeah. now, I tell them, listen, I sell every single day. I, many right. times I get put on the spot and they say, hey, listen, do you need to prepare? I said, no, I don't need to prepare. Sure. Why? That's like asking a boxer who's currently boxing. Do you need to get ready to go? For, no, I'm ready now. That's what I do for a living. Well, I boxers, sell for they, a living. They do go and get ready to fight. They go through, through camps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you ask him during the time when he's ready, if you just say, hey, listen, you ready to box? If you have a situation, he's ready as long as he's got the clothes on, right? He's, he's ready to box. He's ready to box. And a salesman is ready to sell. And <clears throat> a lot of people say, well, back in my day, this is what used to work. And I don't give a shit. I tell him I don't right. care. I don't really care. 
Uh, right now, right now, today, right now. Yeah. I will close loans today, right now, because that's a loan officer. That's what I do. I will sell today. Somebody will give me some type of issue. I will handle it today. I do not have to prepare. And many times, uh, in fact, that same office that you were talking about, they said, hey, you want to do a, a cold call in front of everybody? And I said, sure, let's do it. And they said, you need to prepare? And I said, no, just tell me what you want the objective to yeah. be and then just go. Yeah. And you'll see me, I close my eyes and I go, okay, cool, because I'm looking to feel it. And yeah, Bruce, I notice you close your eyes a lot, dude. I do. Uh, Bruce Lee said, uh, Bruce Lee, I love this. I love this. Yeah. He says, when you're trained properly, you don't hit. Mm. It hits all by itself. I agree. So then why would we add all, all that extra fluff in at the very beginning? You know, we, we were the top salesmen this year. We did this and this, right? Like I, I felt like, I, I feel like most salesmen do that. And it felt like that's where, where, where Chris was going with it. I'm not sure that that's... Well, I don't know where he's going I with it. We didn't, we didn't get anywhere. It. We kept stopping him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, continue, Chris. I, I don't think I got off. Like, are, 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 are you still rolling it. on this thing? Being powerful is like being a lady. If, if you, you have, have to, to tell, tell people you are, you, are, you're you not. aren't. Amen. I like that. Yep. There it is. And that's Boom. also, that's all, by the way, being in charge. Yeah. If you have to tell everybody you're in charge, you're not. <laughs> you're really not. Yeah. It's, so it's, yeah. you can tell. You can always, you sit into a, 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 a situation with enough people and you know, you just yeah. know these things instinctively. Well, well, so that's what I'm saying. So instead of having to say all those things out, outright, why don't you just act in a manner that that conveys that, right? Why don't you paint that image in their, their head versus telling them outright? Um, and a lot of the times, if you paint that image in their head, they'll actually, they'll actually uh, dramatize just how special you are. And what I mean by this is like, for instance, if somebody says, how much money do you make? And you say, oh, I make a ton of money. I make a, a ridiculous amount, right? Versus, I do all right. That's, yeah. Right? The other one. That's the right answer, by the way. Yeah. That's the right answer. I do all right. Yeah. A little chuckle in there. Yeah. Right? What do people do? They start assuming, right? It's, it's the and, abyss. And their own, yeah, their own brains will take them far, far more than you ever could. So <clears throat> the abyss. I like how you say abyss. I, 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 I like that. I mean, I say, you know, leave it ambiguous. But I like abyss. I think abyss is a little bit more visual, which I like. Okay, continue with your your cool call. Okay, so I'm gonna. I got so far. I have speed, name, yeah, not a whole bunch of time, and give up. Those are the four things you give me, correct? Yeah. So okay. give up was part of the initiator versus responder dynamic, as well as uh, it's a preemptive objection role reversal. But we want to do more of those at the very beginning, so that we're we're starting off um, the conversation. And we're setting the patterns where we're in control of that conversation. So you could do a few more, like, uh, for instance, Lee cut you off and he said, he said something, I forgot what he said, and, and you responded to it. He said not interested. Not interested. So instead of responding directly to that, you could ask the next question and then go back to that, or then circle back. So you're not being reactive. Or you can make, uh, make it into a joke, you do reductio ad absurdum. There's a, a number of different things that you could do, but you don't want to be in direct response to Lee, especially if Lee is not in alignment with your frame, and it sounds like he's not, because Lee's being a, a difficult cold call right now. Well, I think most cold calls are difficult, and my, my something I can use would be this. Hey, Chris, can I ask you one quick question before you go? Nope. That's it, it's over. Well, but out of all those, yeah. how many will say yes? 
Can I ask you one quick question before you go? Everyone else but me. Everyone else but you. And they'll say, because I asked the question, can I ask you one quick question before you go? And the key, this is all subtle. It's one quick, quick, mean quick question before you go. One quick question before you yeah. go. And can I, Chris, can I ask you one quick question before sure. you go? Sure, what's up? If I could give you everything you wanted selling your house, the max price that you were looking for, if I could give you that max price within 30 days, would it be worth three minutes of your time? Yep. Okay, I'll be at your house at three o'clock. Oh, I, I didn't like invite that. you over. That's weird now. <clears throat> and like that for a few reasons. One, this this getting real technical with it. But um, can I ask you a quick question? Yes. I take the can you out. Assume that everything that you have to say is worth being said. Or assume that everything, every question. But they're about to, to hang up on important. you. If I lose control of that conversation, oh. I'm not getting back. I'd say, hey, quick question. And I'd go into it. All right. I would so act role play on that. You don't Just role be, play on that. Just yeah, go. Make the phone call. Reactive. Make the phone call to him. Well, say, say that you're not interested. We'll go into that. Okay. Uh, not interested. Okay. Quick question. And then I got to think of a different question because I, I didn't like that question, which is what I was about to go into. So the question that you asked uh, was, it was along the same That's thing. That's different though. You no, up. you're different. How? Here's why. How? Here's why. Can I ask you a quick question is the question. And all, all I'm yeah, looking for is a, a quick yes a, or no, because yes. if you say quick question befall, immediately following that is the question. But can I ask you a quick question? The minute you say yes, I got, I got you down for at least 10 seconds. See, if I, I just go quick question and you start asking it, you didn't, you didn't get me. And you didn't get permission to move forward. Because you didn't yeah. get permission to move forward, I'll hang up on your heartbeat. Right. I wouldn't have used quick question in that, that circumstance probably. What I would have mm -hmm. used is, uh, I, but I- By the way, this is a stockbroker technique. When we were calling CEOs yeah. of corporations, I, I was a stockbroker for many years. Yeah. And when they were about to hang up on me, say, can I ask you one quick question before you go? One quick question. Two minutes. And they would say, go. Shoot. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, years of, years of this. Can I ask you a quick question? Well, I had to dissect what you just said because I said, okay, is that a better way to do it? Because in that same thing, it's ego versus logic. And I said, wait a minute, no. Well, can I, I ask you I a agree, quick question? I agree in that. Is in the that, question. That, cir that circumstance. That is the question. Well, but I would ask a different question. What I would do is I would do something. Uh, are we good? No, 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 go, go, go. Yeah, we'll okay. we go for the moment. What, what I would ask is I would ask something that is going to capture attention. That is going, like a pattern interrupt, for example. Like, hey, real fast. Is there anything wrong with the property that would keep it from selling? No, there's nothing wrong with my property. Right now you got them back in that conversation. Or I, I have zero interest. All right, let's jump yeah, straight to some value. Point. Let's jump. So, we we got to start wrapping. Let's yeah, jump okay. straight to value. Let's give. We got one minute. Let's give the audience some value. Okay. Go, go. Well, what do you want value on? Give it to whatever the world needs to hear that you can help them. Okay. Well, I think the biggest thing is learning how to control conversations. Okay. You do that through controlling the options, through framework, and through asking questions. We already went over asking questions, so I'll go through the other ones. Which would make framework. a negotiator a better negotiator. Oh yeah. A salesperson close more deals. Oh. Uh, cold caller set more appointments. Is well, that the objective? Imagine you could walk into any situation and you knew exactly how to navigate that conversation so that it was going to end up exactly where you wanted it. So if I wanted to ask a pretty girl out, is that, does it help there? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I was, I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, something, yeah. I, I had a, a little joke. There. All right, Mateo, how does everybody get a hold of you? <laughs> how does everybody get a hold of you? 
you guys can go onto my website, although we're redoing it right now. It's unstuck.online. You guys can look me up on Instagram at the Tao Experience. I had that before Joe Rogan, by the way. At Tao. At the Tao. T H E T A. At the underscore Tao. T E O underscore Experience. Uh, and then okay, you you can you can call me if you if you really want to get a hold of me. <laughs> if you really want to get a hold of me, I'm not that tough, you know, because we have that yeah, internet my thingy. Number, my number, though. Most people have that internet thingy. Anyway, we appreciate you coming down. It's been a fun. It's been a blast, man. It's been a yeah, blast. I'm telling you, there's so much you got. We got to do it again. You got a bright yeah, future ahead of you. Big bright future ahead of yeah, you. That, and that's it for all you guys listening. All you millions and millions of people listening. We are out. Bye.